You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. 2021, ready to rip. Here we are. No days off, really. Uh, we don't stop. That's right, we don't stop. And we're back. Edward, you're here with me. Dior's in the studio. He's here. How are you, bro? I'm good. Bit of a change of scenery. Mm. Well, not scenery, no, time. Time. We're in early. Yep. We're doing a Monday mornings now. Why? Well, so you can get it Monday afternoon. Yep. Do we do we do more and more for you every year? Yeah, do we, we do. just yeah, lift bigger and heavier and Did bigger? Did they tell you 2021 was going to be the year of the pun of the dribbler? Mm-hmm. Well, if me getting here at 7.30 in the morning, Monday morning, isn't evidence of that, I don't know what the fuck is. Yeah. We're in early. The sun's not even up. It's not up. It's not up. The sun is not up. In some parts of the world. In some parts of the world. The sun's always rising somewhere. I think. Technically, it has to be, right? It is, yeah. technically. No, you know, no, some, no, technically. no, sometimes it stops spinning at it. You know. uh, that's true. It does stop sometimes, doesn't it? <laughs> On Sundays. Uh, Lord's Day. Shout out, Hapawadi. Um And the Lord. And the Lord. Shout out, shout out to the Lord. <laughs> Great start, as always. Uh, 2021, off to a flyer. Eddie, firstly, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas to all the P's and D's out there. Mm-hmm. How yep. are you? You're you're a little dusty today. You you went you were you went large. Yeah, yeah, we went pretty large. You went large. Yep, yep, did. Yeah, had a great time. And like yesterday should have technically been your bounce out day, right? Because uh, it's usually one day removed is the worst day in my opinion. Yeah, a big lift. Yeah, just a bit tired, Tom. Yeah, no, I can. See I think that. it's the seven thirty. I don't know, but I'm all right. I'm here to party. You are here to party. Had a good time. Went to Pearl Beach. Um, some dear friends, dear friends of yours. Mm. Um, and uh, went the big lift. Yeah. You know? Looked like fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. No, had a great time. Mate, fantastic. Well, I did. I I stayed home. It's It was, my news was looking very much potentially like, oh, I'm just a dad with kids now and I don't do anything fun. Which with, is what you do. Which, which is what I do. With the greatest respect to Evie Rose, who took her first steps on Christmas Eve. Shout out to Evie. Uh, but. Me and Steffi stayed home. We decided to cook a dinner. Then what'd you cook? She cooked uh, steak, just a nice steak. Some steak and three veg. Uh, a nice salad and some potatoes. Got on the champers, and then one of our friends came around as well, and we actually just got lit up at home. It was very nice, but it was a mature day, and I'm seeing videos of you guys ripping and tearing. I think Jarch and Street kept sending you videos. Didn't yeah, they, they did. Yeah. They did keep sending me videos. <laughs> And in one of them, you and maybe Ella in the background going, stop sending him shit. He's going to be fucking... I'm going, like, he'll be in hell. You're like, mate, if I was at home, I'd be fucking hating this. <laughs> and then Josh is filming the whole thing. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't open them. No. Which I wouldn't. To be honest, I didn't mind because it was more like... But I, I didn't know you were lit up. I, I pictured in my head you at home in bro, bed. Bro, initially... Like it was, asleep. Well, it was looking like... It like was, reading his reading these videos crying yeah. in his doona. There, it was looking like Steph and I were just going to be spending the night on the couch watching The Queen's Gambit, which is a chess show on Netflix. <laughs> it's good. I've seen it. It's a good show. Shout out to chess. Shout out to The Queen's Gambit. But I was like, wow, this is a New Year's for the ages in the sense of like... <laughs> I'm going to be watching The Queen's Gambit and I'll be asleep by 10. But then Steph's friend, who was at a loose end as well, shout out to Lucy, came around and then we all got, you know. Did you see, did you see it out till 12? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was good fun. But, you know, I'm sitting there going, Street and, and Hamish uh, and Eddie, uh, Josh sent me a video of them and they're doing catwalk shows <laughs> in the living room of some place in Pell Beach. 
But no, it was good fun. Um, anyway, a couple of things before we probably rip into the sport, Eddie. Um, obviously, I don't know if we, we last time we did the podcast, all hats sold out, all hats gone. Thanks to the P's and D's. I don't recall. I think this is the first. No, because we did the uh, we did the a best, best of, of, and I don't think we mentioned it. No, at the start. Yeah. Well, they're gone. They're gone. As promised. Shout out to the P's and D's for going the big lift. Thanks very. Yeah, tremendous lift by the P's and D's. Sold out. You know, pretty Record quickly. Time. Yeah. Considering how many we sold. Mm. Was it four million? I think it was four million. I think it might have been. I forget. I forget as well. Um. Obviously. Shout out to, you know, those who helped pack. Obviously, yep. you know, there's a big team behind the... Yeah, our elves. They're our elves. Did we whip them? Yes, we did. Yep. We've been, I think we've been over that. Yes, we have. I lose track of days. Yeah, but I... to the P and the D, thank you. Yeah. Because the support has been overwhelming. It's been overwhelming. We, we've been truly moved. We've been moved. We've been moved by the support. Dior, how are you, my friend? Mate, I'm good. Um, as Eddie said, a bit rusty at 8 a.m. on a Monday morning, but mm. I'm here and I'm ready to rip, ready for 2021. Especially for Dave. Mm. I know when we were talking about time. Dave hasn't been up this early in what? How many years? Probably like four or five years. Yeah. Dave. <laughs> Since I had band practice at school in the morning. There you go. Dave. What did you play? I played guitar. Yeah. Do you see his videos? Yeah, but I. But maybe you played something else at band yeah, camp. Yeah, true. And then you'd sort of. Where'd you go for band camp? Uh, Stanwell Tops, near Wollongong. What do you do up there? Not much. Is it like? Is it like the way I'm picturing it in my head? Like, American Pie Band like, Camp. Yeah, yeah. It's not nearly as fun, but it's not like. Are there girls next door? Yeah, yeah, but it's not. There like, are. It's okay, just, it's so just it's our similar. School, so it's not like a competition. Oh, it's so it's all the girls that you already in your year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Co-ed school. Yeah. Are you into co-ed school? Yeah. Oh, mm. see, I was. Again, Thinking, yeah, yeah, no. Well, we didn't go to a co-ed school, so it was like whenever you saw chicks, it was like holy shit balls. I did and I didn't half half. Yeah, same. They're uh, they're different. Well, certainly <laughs> they're definitely, they're definitely different. different. Yeah. yeah, I went to co-ed year seven and eight. My mum was like, "You need to know how to behave around women," and I feel like <laughs> that's going to be a benefit to you to go to a co-ed school, which I think is a great call from mum. Yeah, I was so seven, eight, not, nine. Great call because you see, like some dudes. Or chicks, either way, but just overwhelmed by the uh, the experience of just interacting with the opposite sex as a young teenage sort of person. Did like, you find that deal? Oh no, you went to co-ed. I went to co-ed, but I mean, you look at the results. You both have fiancés. I don't have a girlfriend, so maybe there was some. There could be method to yeah. the, the method double to madness. The, yeah, that you got to do a bit of both. Mm, yeah, you know, yep. become a macho fuckwit at an all boys school, which is what we've done, but also have the softer side, <laughs> the delicate touch. Yeah. Yeah. Are we off topic? I don't know where the fuck we are. I don't know where we are at all. How do we even get here? Was, that was the last time I woke up early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we're macho, delicate fuckwits. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dave, thank you very much. Dave got us rums as well. It was uh, really it, nice. It was, it was a touch of class from Dave. It was. We but got him a hat. We got him a hat. <laughs> well, it's a great hat. I mean, a couple of hats in don't fairness. Knock a hat. Two hats. Two hats and sort of like global notoriety. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that might Thousand Instagram something. followers. But yes, thank you, Dave, for the rhyme. That was very kind. Very sweet. Uh, but I think, Eddie, we've probably fucking wasted the P's and D's time enough with our little sort of, oh, my house. <laughs> That's what I this is. I was waiting. Idea. I'm like, all right, come on. Where's the fucking house? Listen, update on the house. Now, yes, I was getting fucked over. They haven't, they have done nothing. But I love the place. 
Mm. So I'm trying to work out now, how do I step back a little bit from my threats of tribunal? I came in very bullish and like, I'm, you know, don't fuck with me. And now I'm like, I only signed a six month lease and I fucking love this place outside of obviously the, the spiders and all that shit. Just keep emailing up. Yeah, I know, but I don't want it because it's a six month lease. I do not want to move again in six months time. So I need. I to- thought, well, I thought you signed a year. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Why not? I don't fucking know now. <laughs> six months is not long. Dude, Moving six- is the worst. It's the worst thing in the world, right? So six months is thing is not you good. can do. And the house now, we're like, we're very happy in it. You've been over there. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's a good space. Yeah. Great so place. I don't know. I'm I'm now like I'm not going to go tail between my legs because I still need to have some this shit done. But I'm a little bit more like, ooh, I threatened tribunal twenty four hours into a fucking lease, and now I like the place and I don't want to get kicked out. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they don't can't do what they said they were going to do. I'm still going to ask them to, but I'm just they said they were going to do it. Yeah, and you had it in writing. Yeah, so don't sweat it. Just be like, do it. Just do and then it. Then when bro. it's done. Then start sucking them off. Then start sucking them off. Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's probably all I needed to hear. Just a bit of support there. I appreciate it. Should we talk some sport? Let's do it. Happy to help. Thank you so much. Happy and to also, help. thank you to all the P's and D's. I, we, mate, there are so many P's and D's reached out who are like property managers and people that work in that space with some very good advice. But they didn't know that I'm a pussy. So I think that <laughs> they couldn't account for that. Um, Hard to account. Hard to account for me being a fucking pussy, talking a big game, and then not following but through. But now that you've heard that he's got a softer side... Yeah, maybe now... Nurtured back, yeah. at, you know, a co-ed school. Yeah. It makes more sense. It does make more sense. I'm a pussy. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest-selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout-out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five-star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need... Uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love ya. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe. Nay, the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. 
For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop. Bang, rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Eddie, we lost the second test. Basically, we haven't, save for one of the, like a statistically, a statistical anomaly of a bed Mm. shit from India test Mm. one, Mm. we... Haven't scored a 50, or sorry, we haven't scored a ton. I think we've had like one or two 50s the whole series. We have done nothing, basically. We suck at, at test match batting. Look, we're, it's been appalling. I don't think there's any way to sugarcoat it. Our batting has been appalling. Yes, we bowled them out for 36 in Adelaide, which was tremendous. But no one came into this test series going, oh, I wonder how our bowlers are going to go. No. We always knew that they were alpha as fuck. Mm. And that they're one of the great quartets in bowling history. Mm. We always knew that. Mm. That a stat come up on the field, the, the screen the other day. It was like McGrath, Warren, Lee, and Gillespie. Gillespie. The four we got now, better through as many games. Mm. Better than them. So that says all you need to know, right? So no one was worried about taking 20 wickets. We're worried about scoring runs. Test match runs. Test match runs. Now, I heard as well that... I think in the first innings of the second test, India played and missed it more than they did in Adelaide. But it was just one of those days where, oh, they just fucking nicked everything. Yeah. And the commentator was like, this is outrageous mm. that they're nicking everything. Never happens. So again, to your point, an anomaly. So where did we arrive to? Well, we arrived to the fact that we can't fucking score runs. No. We got to 200 once. I think we got to 208 off the top of my head. That's not good enough. That's disgusting. Now, Dave Warner comes back for Smoking Joe. Now, again... Vale, Smoking Joe. I want to say this before we get to... Let's start with Smoking Joe. Yep. This is my opinion. Mm -hmm. Justin Langer should have come before the people at the first test and explained why he's picking someone who averages seven fucking runs in first-class cricket through the year. Mm-hmm. He should explain that, I yeah. think. Well, he should do it now if he hasn't already. <coughs> do you think? Yeah. But he just sort of said, we're sticking solid. It's all this stick solid. It's like, bro, he's not Dave Warner. You, you stick solid with Dave Warner who's got like fucking 20-something test hundreds or smudge out of form. You stick solid with smudge. You don't need to come and justify to me why you're keeping smudge. But also, the, we get it. Oh, well, you're sticking solid with smudge. Blake at average is 62. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, well, yeah that's No, sure. that actually that makes, makes sense. sense. That makes sense. Smoking Joe? Of of not many runs for his country fame? <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? His first innings digs, like they did like his last however many first innings digs for Australia. He got a 97 at the Gabba last year and then shit the bed just before his 100. And then everything else has been like single digit or maybe, like nothing got to 20 basically. I can't, look, I can't remember anyone in the lead up to the first test saying he could be picked. 
everyone's opinion was he is unpickable. Yeah, he's unpickable. Except for Justin Langer. He's rotten fruit. Except for Justin Langer. Justin goes, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We're going to stick solid. That's not how we do it here. Now, what happens when you pick a bloke who gets out for a duck and for a four and for a one? What happens? Ma- fucking Marnus is in. He's basically opening now. Yes. And then Smudge is basically first drop. That's yeah. what happens. That's what happens. And it unsettles the batting lineup. Yeah. Upsets the apple cart, Eddie. It does upset the apple cart. I've never understood what that means. We'll get that. We'll get our. our- but apple carts, I think we all know, aren't meant to be upset. Certainly not. You know that if you're upsetting an apple cart, that you're problems, in trouble. Problems are going to arise. Well, now, they're going to. If I can have a, just a dig, a stab in the dark at what upsetting the apple cart may mean is, you don't want a cart full of apples to tip because then you're fucking picking up apples. Yeah. And they roll. And I imagine that the apple cart can hold many apples. Sure, but if if if, if it's upset, then apples are rolling from here to Timbuktu. Well, yeah. So the term originates in the 1700s in the wow. Roman times, uh, which in the what times? Roman. So the Romans, it originally started. <laughs> it originally started as just upset the cart, which just meant to spoil everything, as in to spoil the fruit that was in the cart. Mm. And then I kind of just got upgraded to upset the apple cart because you can spoil apples. Now, do we say spoil is in there now off, or just tip it over and they roll everywhere? I think spoil. Well, a bit of both. I think if they if you're knocking something onto the street in the 1700s, it's probably going to be a bit dirty. So you're probably spoiling the apples. Yeah, as well. maybe. Okay. Well, it depends. I mean, look. Who knows? We could unpack that more. We could, but we won't. We'll do a we'll do a separate podcast <laughs> to unpack that apple cart. Um, so Smoke and Joe had to go. We were calling for it before the test series started. He has now gone, not just dropped, but completely removed from the squad. So talk about giving this guy two tests and then just going. Oh no! Not only are you like no longer up to it, like for at least the next test, like just get out completely. They literally just said, there's the door, brah. I know that JL was all up your ass pre-tests. Now he's literally just gone and put the proverbial bullet in the side of the head, mm. sent him back to Big Bash, where he got another duck, I think, at the Big Bash. <laughs> he got a one. Got a one. one. Almost worse. No, no, Stick solid. And, I yeah, reckon stick solid. Stick solid. Bring, Bring him, him back, back in. Bring him back. Bring him back in and just keep fucking putting him in there. Yeah. He'll get it right. He'll get it. Bring back Joe. Bring back Joe. Go don't you reckon JL? JL, don't you reckon? Bring him back. Don't you reckon we should bring him back and stick solid? Yeah, yeah, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon we should just stick solid. Yeah. Bring back fucking Shane Watson as well. Mm. Stick solid. Yeah, bring back Watto. Bring back Watto. Mm. I'm calling for it. Where's Rob Quiney? Bring back Rob. Stick solid. Stick solid with Rob Quiney. Rob was great. Yeah. Rob was so hard done by. He was great. Should have stuck solid. Should have stuck solid with with Rob Quiney. We wouldn't have lost a test series with Rob Quiney in the side. No. At least if you stuck solid with him. Yeah. Well, that's the point. If you stick solid, you win. Yeah. That's, That's... that's the mantra. That's it. Stick solid with shit. Stick and solid. Shit becomes golden if you stick, stick solid. It. Mitchell Pierce in origin. Stick solid. Look. Look. He eventually won one. That's exactly right. We should have just stuck solid. They shouldn't have taken him out. No. Just keep him in yeah. there. But now, hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, Will Pekowski of Balkan Bulldog fame comes mm. in. Loving mm. Will's hair at the moment. Blonde, yeah. long, flowing, a little bit sort of like... 90s-ish about it. I don't know where I'm... Or maybe it's 80s, maybe it's 90s. I don't know if I'm getting my decade right, but it's certainly a retro haircut feel. Do you reckon Will imagines himself scoring a brave ton for the country? I think Will And taking, taking off the helmet and... Whipping it. Whipping, whipping the it? hair. Yeah, I think so. Just if he goes the big whip, I'll be... 
very turned on. Yeah, well, there'll be like there'll be a sort of an overflowing of lead at the Simpson household. I'd think about growing my hair out if Will if Will just whipped every time he scored tons. Yeah, definitely, mate. I am actually I've got a little bit of a I'm in the process of getting my mullet on. Got the old hairdresser to shave the sides. I don't have enough hair to actually do it at the moment, but in but that's honor the plan. of Will Pukowski, that's where I'm headed. Mm. So, you know, very exciting times. If he starts whipping it around, then I can whip it around with him. And then, you know, it's just a, a nation of people whipping their hair whipping, for Will Pukowski. Yeah, love it, love it. So hopefully Will comes in. Matt Wade drops down, but, I mean... Dave Warner's back. Did Dave, we say that? Did we say that? Yeah, well, he's not guaranteed. He's not definitely back, but he should be back. I heard he's back. Yeah. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Well, I mean, bringing him back isn't a desperate measure. Yeah, but I'm saying even if he's fucking half, half, like a little underdone, he's better than fucking anyone else. Yeah. Now, the Dark Angel and the Balkan Bulldog at the top of the order. Though, I like that. Gets that. Me wet. Yeah, that gets me really wet. Now, <laughs> do we do we say Travis? Sorry, bruh. Because oh. obviously, punters and dribblers. I like Matt Wade in the side. I like Matt Wade in the side as well. He's I think tough. he's got a bit of cunt about him. He does. He's he's the he's the cunt you need. He's that little bit of cunt, talking shit to Rashad Pant last mm. game, getting in his face. Mungo. The only one that scored any runs. He's prepared to roll up his sleeves, Tom. Mm. And I don't see a lot of I don't see a whole lot of sleeve rollers. No, I see a lot of sleeves down. In fact, it's almost over that ends their hands. Yeah, yeah. As in like, oh, I'm a little scaredy cat, and I'm going to put my hands inside my jumper. Like when you were cold at school, yeah, yeah. and you pulled your jumper. You remember over your that? Hands. Yeah. Weak dogs. Weak dogs. Too much of that. Yeah. Not he, Matt Wade. He's Matt like, Wade oh, had... he's like, oh, is it minus four? Let yeah. me roll these fuckers up. Matt Wade basically had a sleeveless jumper when he was at primary school. He did. He used to run around. He made shirts and a t-shirt yeah. all year round. They they go put on your jumper. You go fuck, fuck pussy. you, mate. What are you, pussy, sir? <laughs> Fucking pussy. <laughs> Matt Wade. Matt Wade would abuse head headmasters, teachers, mm. anyone that tried to get him to warm up. He'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. You I'm not pussy. warming up, cunt. I'm rolling. <laughs> Up my sleeves, and I'm and I'm just digging in for my nation. Yeah, yeah. How about you fucking dig in with me? Yeah. Mate? How about you take your jumper off, you pussy? Dig in or go home. Yeah. Now he sent Joe home. Yeah. Now does Travis go home? Well, see, Travis averages forty for his country. I'm not saying that that means he stays because he's not in good form, and form is what should dictate, right? What's Matt Wade average? Yeah, he'd be thirties. But all, but he he. Can we get recent? Twelve months, if you can. Twelve months again, but yeah, look, Travis Head just doesn't look like he's scoring runs. He's a bit all at sea. Well, I don't think you kick him out of the squad, a la Smoking Joe, and send him well, off to the gulag. Look, look, I look, I'm not anti Travis. No, me and Travis are mates. Yes, we right? don't mind Head. I don't mind getting Head. Neither does Tom. No, now We're pro all. Head. The, my biggest concern is is that Travis might. Uh, Start. He might be becoming a little bit too Sean, Sean Marsh for mine, like where gets a start. He just he just is becoming a little bit obsessed with getting a start and shit in the bed, like like what I used to. You know what I mean? Oh, do, do I look like I'm going to score a ton? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm At least get, what I would get a fifty because I'm going to get in the thirties. Now I'm not saying that this is what Travis is doing, but he feels to me like he's getting out in the thirties a lot. Mm. Am I backing that up with anything? No. no, I'm not. That's vibe. Yeah, it's vibe. That's all this podcast is. Yeah. It's vibe. Do Spring. your own research, but he's getting out in the 30s almost every time. Now, obviously, Sean Marsh, if we're going to go like greatest batsman of all time to be like a, like in the side as a batsman to get 30s, Sean Marsh. Mm. Greatest 30 run scorer in test cricket history. Yeah. yeah. Travis 
head job head certainly working his way towards that. Yeah, like if getting out in the 30s was the holy grail of test cricket. Sean Marsh is the number one. He's number one. You know what I mean? And Travis Head. Like anything short of that's not enough and any, anything more, more than that's that too, too many. Much. Yeah. Oh, it's too many runs. He's got too many runs. Way too many runs. Yeah. But 30s. 30s. Goldilocks zone mm. for mediocrity. Travis the Don. 30 head. is the Goldilocks zone for mediocrity. <laughs> it just is, right? Like that's... Yeah. And mediocrity is fine if you're into it. If that's what you're into. If you're into being mediocre, then, then 30 is your game. That's it. 30 is your game. Yeah. Anything less than that, you're shit. Yes, exactly. Anything that, you're shit house. <laughs> and anything more than that, it's like, okay, you're dug in for your country, but 30, you are just mediocre. Mm. Um, Especially if you face like 140 balls together. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there is also a runs to ball ratio there. If you got a 30 off, you know, six balls, different. <laughs> probably playing 2020 unless you're Joe Burns and you get one um, but yeah Trav I don't think needs to get kicked out of the side like out of the entire squad never to be seen again you know hit with rotten fruit sort of stuff but a la Joe Burns needs to be pegged with rotten fruit <laughs> but certainly does I, I'd prefer Matt Wade I think for this next test I just think he's going to roll his sleeves up if the pressure comes on that's that what I'm saying. He's have a bit more of a crack. Yeah, that's what I think. I think he's going to roll his sleeves up more. Yeah. Trav, I don't know if Trav's got what it takes to roll the sleeves up high enough. I think he's he's a chance of crying. Well, he just, I just, he, the sleeves seem like too much of a task for Trav at the moment. Can he roll his sleeves up? Sure, he has done. But not this year. I haven't seen his arms for fucking months. <laughs> Are they hairy? I can't remember. I don't think so. Not with the sleeves down because the hair's not able to grow. And he goes in light. You Did you know that, Dior? Did you know that? Is that true? Is yeah. that really true? Is it true? Uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, it is. There you go. Look into it. <laughs> YouTube it, dude. Um, so I guess that brings us to... What? Sydney. Sydney. Well, okay, again, Sydney. Are we going to have crowds? Are we not going to have crowds? Is there corona everywhere? It seems like it. I don't know. Everyone's wearing masks. Is it going to fucking rain? Is it going to rain? Yeah. Like I thought it was pretty fucking crazy that we sent it to Sydney for no if there's if you can't have crowds and Corona's bloody. I think they can up. have crowds. I think they can have half. Yeah, but I think it's a bit fucking disrespectful to the people of Sydney who are wearing masks everywhere. Parts of Sydney locked down. Everyone's pissing their pants about these clusters that are popping up everywhere another for good pop- reason. Another one popped up today. Great, love that. And uh, starts with a B, I think. Berkeley Vale. Maybe Dave can get that. Barclow? Did you see that? Yeah. Whatever. Dior that Dior. But to then- Have you got a list of Dior's going up that haven't been coming back? Yeah, I got a few that kind of just passed. Is uh, Barala. 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 Okay. Barala. There we go. Yeah. Now. But what I'm saying is, it, like, if they I would have looked at the Cullen. I would have looked at the- You know what I would have done? I would have been like, where can we get five days of test cricket? Mm. In which cap city? Where? Where's Tatra? Ta- take it there. Western Australia. Poor old Perth built that brand new stadium, like the mini MCG. It's fucking enormous. 60,000. Great bit of kit. Mm. Great bit of kit. And they're like, nah, you don't get a test. And and there's fuck all COVID over there as well. Fuck all. There's like one. I don't think they've got any. They basically beat COVID. They probably want to secede. Um, Do I love the the Sydney test? Yes. Yes. But I'm concerned probably more than anything, selfishly perhaps, about Getting five days of test cricket because I look at the weather and I go... It hasn't been sunny here for fucking months. 
And Lanina about- is seriously, you know, flopping his cock on the table. Is it Lanina? Lanina. Yeah. And I think it's a her though. We know the one we're Sorry. talking about. She's flopping. Her She's cock flopping on. her big old titties onto the city, <laughs> and it's raining all over us. Mm. I don't see where. Take it to Perth. Five straight days of summer. Five days of summer? Is that the ban? Mm. Where's five, five days of summer? <laughs> five seconds. And that's all we're getting this summer. Exactly. Five seconds Whereas summer. it should be five days. Yeah. Because that ban's lame. Yeah. Full respect to them. Now, obviously, La Nina, and she can be butted up via, you know. Well, niceties. And positive affirmation. Platitudes. Yeah, yeah. So you know, leave out, leave a spread out for La Nina. Yes. You know what I mean? If you if you're doing a cheese board this yeah, yeah. A this holiday board, season, charcuterie board, whatever. Leave just leave a couple of leave a bit of blue out for yeah. her and, and some leave of those some nice little on the pickies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, for La Nina, Nina. <laughs> because she likes cheese boards. And before you go to bed, maybe you just go. You know, it's not like you're praying. No, it's but not you praying. Just, because no, I mean, no. she, you're just speaking to her. Well, have you ever been to Bali and they've got like little offerings everywhere? It's yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Shrines to like La Nina. Offers. It's like a reverse rain dance. I thought you were going to say reverse racism. Yes. No. Well, reverse rain, anti rain dance. Yeah. Mm. Maybe they need an emodium. Clog her up. <laughs> is that what an emodium is? I don't know what an emodium is. I, I think, think it's when you got the runs. Imodium. Imodium? Imodium. One of those uh, things to gum me up when you're. Yeah, used to decrease the frequency of diarrhea. So La Nina. <laughs> Maybe she needs an emodium. Respectfully, of course. La Nina. We'll uh, leave that up to her. We'll leave that up to her. Do what you want. Leave out a cheese board and offering something nice, maybe a glass of rosé on the windowsill. But I think from a cricketing perspective, Eddie, there's probably there might be a bit more if I just consult Were my... you telling me that New Zealand is now number one in the world? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yes. They beat Pakistan for the first time ever, mm. and now they are number one in the world. How? Number one test nation in the world. Uh, we lost to India. India lost to us. Fucking, we probably lost some test points as well, which we did. We beat New Zealand, though. Yeah, but it's about the scoring, bro. Like, it's about... Are we still first to the test championship, and they're first in the world in test... Like, it's different. They're not the same thing. Yeah, the rankings aren't the same as the championship. I think we are still first in the championship. But the New Zealand, I was going to say, their last two test series have been against Pakistan and West Indies, which they've kind of just... They destroyed the West Indies. Pakistan, that was the first time they beat them, ever. In tests. Yeah, they came off, I think, a clean sweep series against West Indies, so that would have boosted them up the rankings. Now, shout out to New Zealand. Look, obviously, Eddie and I, half Kiwi, and when it suits us, we will salute them. Aotearoa. Hard to in cricket because they're not dominant. When it's rugby, it's a bit easier because we are so bad at rugby. It's a bit more like, yeah, I'm a Kiwi in rugby. But uh, when it comes to test cricket, I am as green and gold, baggy green as it gets. We'll put it this way. When was the last time New Zealand beat us in a test series? Probably never. I'd say never, but that's only because I'm parochial. Uh, Never sounds right. No, it doesn't. Neil Wagner, who is a South African playing for New Zealand. He, a dribbler sent this to us yesterday. He played, he broke his toe. uh, uh, New Zealand batted first against Pakistan. Yep. He broke his toe, two toes, in the Next first to each in- other or different feet? I'd be throwing that one over to our Dioring Dave over there to just look into Imagine if you got toe. yorked on consecutive feet, back to back, bang, bang. 
as in break once, break, break again, two. or just broken and then hit broken. No, you know so I mean? hit and broken front foot and then hit and broken back foot. Oh, bros. That'd be tough. That's, I mean, they shoot horses for less than that. Well, they shoot horses for one break. I, which, you know what? Just by before, surely you can fix a horse's leg, can't you? I always see that and I'm like, fuck, that's heavy. Do we just kill this thing now? And I'm not anti-horse racing and all that, but like I'm just trying to work out in 2021, Eddie, when we can bloody put rovers on Mars and sending shit out to Pluto that send us back photos and whatever else, we can't fix a horse's broken leg. We have to shoot the fucking thing. So it was all his right foot. And I Jesus, that thing's swollen. Yeah. Fucking hell. So anyway, he broke the two toes and then went on to bowl 49 overs, like played the rest of the fucking game. Now, look what's at his toes? What is he a right arm bowler? I'm just trying to look. That's his. That's his right foot. You plant heavier on your left foot as a right arm bowler, but mm. still, you're fucking jumping off your right foot, right? Mm. He ended the match with figures of four for one hundred five, dude, and played the last three days with that broken toes, mate. That's a big lift. That's huge. Well done to him. Well done. Those toes look like they've been stung by bees. Like they are swollen as shit. That's disgusting. Yeah. Back to the horse. Yeah, um, it's a good. It's a good. It's a good. It's a fair question. It's right? a fair. It's a fair question. Now, if there's any veterinarians out there, maybe they can shed some light on us, and I'd love you to. Yes. What I find maybe by the dribble hotline. What I find interesting is that we're not. You know, they're not just shooting donkeys here. No, they they're shooting like Melbourne Cup horses yes. that are sometimes worth. Millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. But the second they break their leg, they're worth zero. That's the thing. I don't think you're... Like, if you're going to kill this thing because but it's why, a yeah, leg, but it's you, never coming back as a runner. Why? I would... I humans can? Yeah, yeah, sure. Agreed. But... That's I'm, my point. I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised so much that the horse won't ever gallop like it once galloped. I'm like, okay, maybe that's a little more understandable. Thin legs, big body, big horse. But to just fucking put a bullet behind its head or, you know, inject it, however they do it these days, I'm not au fait with the killing of horses. I think they go the, the bull. Right. Probably cheaper than whatever's in the syringe. Well, maybe. it's effective. It, <laughs> quick and effective. But, like, there is something where I just go, if it's just purely because it costs too much to fucking get them back, well, maybe, may, but maybe they're not. You know, what are you, what are you going to do? Put crutch, put them on crutches. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I've seen, you see elephants with like a fucking prosthetic leg and shit, and you know, like Thailand. Do you? Or something. Yeah, can you just Google elephant prosthetic what leg? Fuck you on about? I've seen an elephant with a prosthetic leg. Yeah, but this isn't a prosthetic. leg. What I'm saying is, you could remove the leg. I mean, does this horse want to go and like cruise around in a field for the rest of its life, eating grass and maybe just rooting some honeys? Still got good genetics. It's just the leg is broken. There you go. Thanks for coming. That's cute. Go go a three-legged horse. See if they remove the legs. Yeah, it'll be in a grave. That should just be the That should be the new sport, just three-legged horse. Three-legged horse racing. I don't know if they're fucking Oh god. That actually looks sad as shit. Can you go to the top right? It can be done. <laughs> they just amputated it, like at the knee. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look comfortable. Obviously, no, he's going to have. Does some... it look comfortable? But, but it's I mean, better seen... than being dead. I've seen like three-legged dogs Is and it? stuff at the park, and they're cute because they're just like holding on and they're yeah. still having a good time. Three-legged dogs. Everyone's like, oh, but I think a three-legged dog again. Maybe it's easier for them to. I was under the impression that they put them down because it's inhumane 
for them to be alive. That's what I was under the impression. Right, but is that just a little bit of convenience for them? Because it's like, listen, dude, I just don't think we want to have this three-legged horse bloody draining the bank account. <laughs> so they just go, let's just shoot this thing. Look, again, veterinarians reach out. Yeah. Shed some light on Shed this light. very interesting case. Um, that's pretty much cricket, Eddie. Um, <laughs> it would seem to me that, look, this happens every off-season, right, for rugby league, but that the players, a couple of the players getting a little bit stir-crazy and maybe feeling a little bit like, I don't know, maybe jealous of the attention that the cricketers are getting, the back page, column inches, things of that nature. Now, the first one I want to get to, well, actually, I'll probably just gloss over the first two because I don't know if there's too, there's, if, to get too much into them. Dave, I'll ask you, if you can just look up the specifics around David Fafita's like gate, power, gate crashing at house party or some shit. Jamil Hopawadi of Hopawadi's aggressive younger son fame <laughs> uh, has been to prison, Jamil, for bashing the shit out of someone, I believe, outside of Wharf Bar in Manly. Shout out to Wharf Bar. Um, so, yeah, I think Jamil was in the big house for a year or so. He's now, I think, been charged with assault and drink driving. So Jamil doing his best to fuck up his career before it can really get off the ground. If found guilty, Eddie. It's all, it's all alleged. alleged. David Fafida... Charged with trespassing. Well, no, David Fafita arrested for trespassing, but released without a charge. Okay. Um, so he basically rocked up to a party um, and rocked up to a property that he said he was invited to by a woman. But when he got there, people started calling the police on him. Um, the Gold Coast Bulletin reported How does that, that work? He, he was invited. Who's invited? He, he, well, it says he. No, he, you weren't. No, you weren't. You're on the list, bro. He was invited into the home, but went into the wrong room. So I don't know what that means. If there were just madly different vibes in different rooms. Um, Great start to his Gold Coast Titans career, I can tell you, Dave. Like, what the fuck? Um, Queensland police said investigations are continuing, but he hasn't been charged yet at this point. Well, okay. Hasn't been charged, so... Look, the city of, of the Gold Coast isn't about to charge him. Now, I mean, we did mention that he was given the keys to the city when he signed. So does he not have free reign to go wherever the he fuck does. he wants? He does. That's why he walked into the wrong room. Yeah, he's like, sorry, I've been given a key to everything. Oh, you want me to go into this room? Well, I've got a key to that room as well. Yeah, I've got basically and this the, key. And the noises me. behind that room... Sound interesting. Sound great. So I'm going to go in here. Now, obviously, they might have been shocked to see what, like a six-foot fucking 310-kilo mm. weapon of rugby league yeah, destruction, yeah. mass destruction. Walk in. Walk in with a key to the city. Yeah. But he's like, sorry, like, no one told me I couldn't use this key to the city. Yeah, yeah. What's, 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 what good is it having a key to the city if, I can't go if you can't unlock every fucking door in it? Yeah. What's and the point? put it to the test. Well, at least test it out. And that's what he's doing. He's basically testing the, the authenticity of the key. That's right. So now, I, I, you know, look, are we saying he was walking into orgies? No, not necessarily. So we're not saying he walked into an orgy, but I mean, he could have. If you got a key to every room, <laughs> yeah. you can walk in anything. Yeah, and maybe he wanted to. Maybe he walked into an orgy. Maybe he didn't. Who knows? Who we knows? don't know. We we're um, just we're just spitballing. He's saying if you have the key to the city, where do you go? Where do you go? Maybe you go to orgy. Maybe you go. Where's an orgy? And maybe that's the room that you weren't wanted in, which would make sense. Because the orgy was probably, if it was, it was it would have been already underway. Well, he was invited to the house, but N not, not to, the to the orgy. If that is, in fact, where he walked into. But again, that's all conjecture that we're not prepared to, to dive into. We don't play in conjecture. 
The one I want to talk about, Eddie, is a little bit more of the men's women's weekly persuasion. That we do like. Listen, we can't help but get into it. We yeah. have to cover it. Look, we've all got a bit of the, uh, you know... Men's Women's Weekly about it. <laughs> bit of the reality star. Yeah, listen, we all sit down and, you know, watch the Kardashians or something, you know, through, like, gritted teeth with the miso, but, you know, you're still watching it. Mitchell Pierce of perennial origin failure fame and... Hate September fame. Hate September fame, lucky enough to be in the Roosters Premiership winning side in 2013 fame. Constantly in trouble fame of never learning his lesson fame of <laughs> his dad didn't drink. How did this happen? Fame is in a bit of hot water again. Now I've got a, I guess I want to approach this with a question as well. But so for those of you living under a rock metaphorical or otherwise, Mitch, if you believe the report mm. was on the eve of his wedding, mm sending sexually suggestive and flirtatious messages to a Newcastle Knights club physio. Well, that was sexting. Sexting. It was going back and forth. Yes, it, was, it wasn't... It wasn't a one-man... No, it, it was wasn't. a two-way street. Yeah, it was two-way street. Takes two to tango. A sext is one person sending it. Sexting is... is back and forth. Back and forth. Oh, are you going to do what with your... Oh, yeah. Where are you going to put your what now? Yeah. I can't wait well, to... Well, grab... what if I put your thing here? Yeah, what if, you know... Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Well, and did I this can't with wait it. to bloody do this. With your thing. Yeah. Sexting. Now, she was a... This club physio also had a man. They yes. had a partner. She was not single. No, she wasn't. If you believe the Women's Weekly rhetoric. And the bloke... Good mates with the... Good friends with players at the club. Yep. And he's the one that I think found the sexts. If you believe the rhetoric. If you believe the rhetoric. Now... Have we got people on the inside? Look, did we hear about it before it broke? Yes, we did. Yeah. That's just the way it works in this game. Look, do we have birdies everywhere? We've got birdies. I think we do. You could say we own an Avery because we got birdies everywhere. <laughs> Google Avery. It's a birdhouse. Thank you. Um, <laughs> now, with all of that on the table, and obviously with the context of Mitchell Pierce's history as a you know as a person, is it possible to be to be like a good bloke and a piece of shit at the same time, or is he just a piece of shit? No, I think I think you can be both. I think you can be a lot of fun on the pierce and like, you know, people get along with you. People uh find you charismatic. You know what I mean? He might be a good leader at the club. Clearly not though. You can't be the captain of the club. But you can that. no no, but you can but you also do stupid self indulgent shit. Do you know what I mean? But at what like point, when you think you're too cool for school. Yeah, right. But so like at what point and again, I'm asking questions here. But at what point does your like if you, general demeanor, right? Like, so if you're going, like, he might be a good bloke to, he might be like, you know, oh, yeah, he's a bit of fun. Or like, yeah, I get on with him. But like, when you, uh, nothing that he's done to my knowledge is what he's like across his career has been like illegal, right? Like he's never done anything where it's like, kick him out of the game forever. He's a fucking, to my knowledge. It's always just been like, fuck, this guy's a fucking dead shit, right? He's a sort of. He seems like the sort of person who you have to apologize for, or like you know when you got a mate who's a pain in the ass when he's drunk. It's like, mate, it's just when he's drunk. It's like, yeah, but that's still a problem. Like, how the fuck do you? How, how many chances do you have to just not be a fucking idiot? Well, he's not a big thinker. Definitely not. He's not a big thinker. He. I don't know if we've ever spoken of Mitch with aphantasia, but he is almost a prime aphantasia ca- ca- case. Mm. Career's worth. But not only what he's done to the club, but like to his missus. Fucking 
a few days out from the wedding. Yeah. Well, discovered a few days out from the wedding. Yeah. Now, it was supposed to be in Byron. Everything's booked. That's what I... Everything's paid for. It's fucking going. It's Everyone, cheap. People are hopping on their flights, going up there, paying money. Don't worry me. Obviously, booked accommodation. <laughs> not something you could fuck off, I no. don't think, at, at New Year's Eve time. Uh, well, certainly not for a refund. I think you're looking at fi- at least 50%. That's if they're generous. Now, Mitch has tried his damnedest to sort of sweep this. Woolpool. Woolpool. Now, a desperate man will go a desperate Woolpool. Luckily for him, these are desperate times. Yes. So he points to the one easy scapegoat. The thing that's been getting a lot of shit, really. Yeah. COVID. No one's caught, no one's caught more shit this year than COVID. 2020 was a tough year if you're COVID. If you're COVID. Now, Everyone. COVID got blamed for everything. For everything. Now, not even even COVID was like enough's enough. Yeah, poor old COVID. Yeah. Being blamed within an inch of its life. Yeah. To the point now that they're trying to vaccinate the poor fucking thing. <laughs> now they're trying to euthanize COVID. <laughs> now, COVID's been blamed again by Mitch. Mitch said, listen, wedding's off because of COVID. Um, you Co- know, nothing we can do. <laughs> COVID's gone, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then COVID called up a couple of journos and goes, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. COVID no, no. blew the lid on this whole thing. <laughs> it was like, hold on. I'm more than happy to cop... All this other sort yeah, yeah, of look, disease. Look, I'm not saying I haven't been killing. I've been killing. I've yeah. been killing fucking thousands a day. But I'm not going to be admitting not, to something I'm not, I didn't do. I'm not admitting this. No way. No way. <laughs> that was that motherfucker. That was all Mitch. <laughs> that was all Mitch. I didn't send the text. <laughs> I'm a fucking, I'm a virus. I've been sexting. So you got on the bow to Buzz. I assume Buzz because Buzz plays in this world. Yeah, yeah. Well, Buzz, a virus himself. <laughs> Viruses, no viruses. Viruses, no viruses. Uh, and blew the lid on the whole thing. Yeah. And it's all coming. It's all unraveled. Yeah. Uh, A little pull of the thread. Yeah. And whoop. All unraveled. All unraveled. So, now, where to hear from Mitch? Because Mitch is now upset. Well, obviously, Mitch and his well, missus. Because we heard. Wedding off. We heard. Probably, we heard from our birdie, possibly from COVID, yeah. that. Uh, he's been sacked as club captain. Yes, but now there, there's even there's even more little tweets coming, and not Twitter. Tweets, isn't he nego- isn't he renegotiating his contract? Yeah. Are, you, are you hearing he's out? There's well, I think I think he got like close to a million to go there, mm. and then now like initially I think he was going to get like a significant decrease to stay because I mean Aphantasia not worth that much money, mm. but. There's now yarns because it split the playing group because there, were, as I said, players were mates with this physio's uh, bloke. Yep. Um, that now they're like, fuck this guy. So there's a yarn that they just want to. They're trying to get Gareth Widdop or Jake Clifford to come a year early to the Knights, and they're just going to fuck him off. Whenever. Well, he's, I think he's end of the next end of this season is his last one, but they could fuck him off, right? If no one wants to play with him. They could. Well, they, Someone yeah. said maybe him to the Cowboys, one of these journos. Again, I don't know what these fucking, you know, if we're hearing tweets, they're hearing tweets from birdies. We've got, you know, they're speaking of COVID. There's birdies everywhere. Yeah. Sometimes birdies lie as well. Birds lie. Lie birds. There's lie birds. <laughs> you heard a lot of birds? Yeah. Now you know birds lie. Yeah. But look, I mean, we could speculate till the cows come home about what's going to happen. I think all we have to do is put our feet up and just watch it all unfold. Unfold, exactly. Because the, the rugby league soap opera, I mean, it's been... The problem is, real dearth of halves at the moment. Yes. Real dearth of halves. Yeah. 
There's not really anyone kicking about. If you maybe got, there's young blokes that I'm not aware of that can get the, they maybe, can do a job, but not ones I don't think they're that just out on the market. Not NRL ready, Tom. Unless you get Gareth Widdop, because Gareth apparently wants to come home to be with his kids. He's been over in the north of England freezing his dick off. Why did he go back there? Well, he's English. So what? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I know. I get you. Like, I don't know. If you're English and you come to Australia, why do you ever go back? What the fuck's the point? Like, family I'll allow. Of course family. But, but if your family's here, the, why would you it go? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Even then, if your family's over I'm there. I'm pretty sure he said he was homesick. Yeah. But oh, maybe, I missed the freezing cold. Yeah, but maybe... Was that an Irish accent? That was all right. Who cares? No, I know. I'm just Same saying part it was of the nice. world. I'm saying it was a nice accent. Yeah. It was incorrect, but it was nice. <laughs> um, so if they were to get Gareth Wood at the Knights, mm. arguably he's better than Mitchell Pearce. Mm. Arguably. I'm not saying he is. I'm saying arguably he's won comps and played for his country and probably not a complete piece of shit like he is. Not a shitbag like Mitchell Pierce doesn't mind September. Mm. Look, if they can get him back early, I think you certainly consider it. I think you certainly consider it. Now, I'm not. Is Mitchell Pierce worth having an unhappy playing group? Well, yeah, if that's true. Now, again, lie birds aren't be lying. Yeah. But if if the if the playing group is as furious as we've been led to believe, then I think you're on the blowout of Gareth, and you go and get home and get home soon. Mm. Because let's be let's call a spade a spade. You don't want to be in England anymore. No. We know that. You're in you're in the north of England, mate. It's a freezing shithole. It's a dump. Even in summer. Sorry, right. it is. With, Sorry to the north of England. With the greatest respect. It's a shithole. It's a dump. Um, That's but, what I'll be doing. But yeah, so Mitch, I guess, adding another chapter to his coffee table book of bed shits. Mm. Um, it just seems like a also, I will selfish say, I, I would say this. I would say this. How I'd, describe I, I'd say this. With the greatest respect. I would say this. I'm not a big sexter. No. Now. Not at all. Not Even though I'm not a sexter, I still feel like I know the rules of engagement. <laughs> yeah. And it starts and ends with deleting your shit. Doesn't it? If you're, yeah, right. If you're, if you're playing, if you're, if you're cheating via sexting, wouldn't you delete the message? Yeah, you certainly like a like a self destruct button, like Inspector Gadget. This message will self destruct in fucking T minus ten. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why would you leave that on your phone? Unless it came through as the old mate was looking at the phone or something. You know, maybe. But again, why? When if you're trying to cover up the fact that you're cheating, would you fucking send messages? Like that's, you know what happens, Eddie? If I was to just say a sext to another woman or man, depending on your persuasion, it disappears in front of you. <laughs> well, unless they've got wearing a wire. Type, well, unless yeah. they're wearing a wire, which, you know, I can't be sure of that at all. Unless there is a live microphone, yeah. you can just say, oh, I want to put your in there and grab your, uh, uh, and then yeah. it's gone. Yeah. Putting it in writing, mm. there are fucking things on stone walls from like thousands of years ago. That shit doesn't go away. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And presumably, you're saved as Mitch in the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Pierce of Aspen so, fame. Yeah. So like, we, we can tie it all to you directly. Yeah. 
We have to. It's not hieroglyphics here. No, we have we to work this to, shit out. It's pretty fucking simple. Fucking decode an ancient language here. No. You've said you want to fuck her. Yeah. In a text message. And I'm presuming dirty than that. Yeah. I'm, I reckon, so- I'm, I'm, I'm thinking real dirty shit. Well, I mean, if you're into the sexting game, right, it's probably not tame. What's no. the point? No, what's the point? No. What's the point in, in you know, lo- like, tame sexting game? I'm going to have sexual intercourse with you. Yeah. Now, boring. But you imagine Mitch being Mitch, Mitch with his history of, you know, this and that. I think Mitch, I think Mitch was sending dirty shit. Mitch was sending dirty like, shit. Like, really dirty if shit. If you're sending dick pics, is that sexting or is that just sending dick pics? It's a text. I think it falls in the world. It's I'm going to do this. To, I'm going to I'm going to do this to you with this. Yeah. Well, if you get a photo in return, then it it's the sexting. Yeah. So Both maybe sides, there's some images so. going around. It might be. Silly. Look, Mitch will never learn though, right? Mitch, 31 year old man. Like, at what point, bro? At Mitch, what point do you just fucking get it together? Not well, not yet. No. Need yeah, some more. Yeah, need more yet. time. Yeah, give me some more time. I'm only 31. <laughs> fucking 15 years in the game. Uh, Shitloads of problems. Oh, I'll get there. Mm. Uh, is that rugby league? I think so. I think it is. Shout out to rugby league and the off season. It's been an, it's been an okay off season so far. Honestly, you could have had only the Kurt Catewell video, and it would have been a good off season. So Mate, that's all we need. These other things are just like you know accoutrements. Yeah, cherries, cherries, which I love. Love cherries, Edward. Now it's a little bit of a, a mixed plate of what we're going to be talking about here. It's a Dioring with Dave, I think, is probably the the segment we go here. But as I bring in our uh, hairy intern... Yep, please. Dave, could you please get up uh, The Rock's latest Instagram post, which was sent to us by every person on Earth. All right, so... What's the title say there? Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the most likable person in the world. So Dwayne's taken a screenshot of this article that's been written uh, in his honour. From who wrote it? Uh, oh, sorry, Paulina Maranova. And who the fuck is Paulina Maranova? And what's the... what's the like the Rock's employee. Yeah, right? Like... Mm, gotta be. So then just find out who she is and who the publication is. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has become one of the most popular and well-known, uh, well-liked people on the planet. When Johnson started in Hollywood, his ambitions were extraordinary and his incredible capacity for work has made them a reality. Look, no one's, no one's doubting The Rock is a hard-working mamma jamma. He's an animal. He's an absolute animal. Uh, you, you can't imagine where he finds the time, right? Like he, he, I'm pretty sure he sleeps like four hours a night. I've got a lot of respect for The Rock and how hard he works and, you know, all the things he gets done. What I don't enjoy or what I just like, the thing that grinds my gears, and obviously now this a little bit has become sort of like an anti-rock podcast, <laughs> which is not intended to be, but like... Ha- how is sharing that someone thinks you're the most likable person on earth anything but self-serving, like fart-sniffing, <laughs> autofillating fucking bullshit? That's the, it's the epitome of fart-sniffing. Yeah. His nose is right up his own ass. Which I always found to be a bit of a turn-off. Yes. Like, I like you less when you sniff your own fart. 
And you know what I mean? Yes. Or is that, or is this, you know what this could also be? Americans are different people. Yes. They take themselves very fucking seriously. Yes. They don't like sarcasm. They don't like getting paid out. No. Like, they just fucking pump each other up constantly. They do. It's a, they they do must that. love this shit over there. They yeah. must fucking love... They all get high on their own farts in America. High That's the problem. Supply. Down here, we're a bit different. Yeah. So this sort of shit grinds our gears. But up there, bro... He is the most likable person in the but world. There's nothing wrong, even if you are, even though it's been written by some random person. It's like that no one knows, or maybe they do. I don't know. But even if you're the most likable person in the world, is that something you're like? I feel like there's no humility in fucking pumping yourself, pumping your own tires up about it. But and maybe that's what maybe Yanks don't know what humility is. Well, no, they don't. They don't. But if I, if we can just read the Rock's caption that goes with this is a lot of fun. His auto fellatio. Inspired post or his autofillating post. I don't even know how to say that correctly. Um, from being called a big, complicated asshole at 15 years old due to fighting that led to my suspension, too much information, to now being called the most likable person in the world. Do you reckon he hey, got called I a big, a complicated progress. asshole I'd, when look, he was 15? That's such did. a weird phrase. Yeah, it is. But also, it seems like that comment still burns him. It either did get said, and he struggled to get over that for a long time, or it was never said. A big, complicated asshole. So, from being called a big, complicated asshole at 15 years old due to fighting that led to suspension, okay, to being called the most likable person in the world. Hey, I made a little progress. Big mahalo to writer Paulina Maranova for writing this profile. Thanks for taking the time, as this was a nice surprise to read. Forgive my my reading as well, because it's a little distance from my eyeballs. True story. While I was serving my time on my two-week school suspension, I heard a quote that would actually help uh, help shape the rest of my life, perspective, and work ethic. Now, if you've been following The Rock for a while, you'll know that this this next saying is akin to the sort of seven bucks... Yeah. Thing, cause he says this every second post, but it's nice to be important, but it's important, more important to be nice. And plus, life is so much easier when you're not an asshole. Jeez. And like, well-deserved. Like, this isn't an award. Someone saying, well, Jamie Foxx saying well-deserved. It's just a circle jerk. It's just a fucking It's circle. Hollywood, mate. Yeah. They love that shit. They do. It's just constant backpats, self-backpats. Yes. Just constantly. So I'm just... Now every other celebrity just wants to be the top comment on his posts because he's the most followed person. Yeah. So, all so deserved. Up. So good. So to... I've actually heard from someone who's worked from worked with him in a film that he's a fucking big day. Mm. And you don't have roid rage and rip a gate off of a fucking hinge if you're a super nice, well-balanced person. That's someone with emotional instability, I think. And there's nothing wrong with emotional instability. We all have it to some degree, or people go through it. But I'm also not calling you the nicest person in the world. Because you've ripped gates off hinges. <laughs> in a fit of rage. Steroid-induced, probably. Uh, allegedly. But that's, Oh, the gift that keeps on giving! That's the rock. That's the rock. He is a hard worker, though. And I don't mind his movies. And I loved him as a wrestler. But, you know. Now... In the world of rumor and innuendo, 
It's not too much we can get into it, but uh, a few little birdies have been chirping at us about a rumor in AFL land mm. of a coach of a very successful AFL team rumored to have knocked up a physio. Now, I don't know what it is with physios and... I think it's the touching the of touching. the inner thigh. Yeah, actually, you're right. It is. It's the touching of the inner thighs. Oh, I slipped. Oh, oh, I slipped. Well, listen, it's very hard when getting a massage from the opposite sex, I will stress. And, you know, it obviously depends. But, like, to not get a little bit fucking excited. You know, like, and I haven't had heaps of massages in my life, but I've had enough. And, you sort of, there is a time when you're, like, having a sort of, there have been instances where you have to fight nature. Because nature wants your... Nature naturally gives lead. Yep. And you need to try and remove lead from, you know. So I can understand maybe how the physio is... Finds themselves in that sort of a situation. That makes complete sense. It does. But apparently, uh, an AFL coach has knocked up a physio, and now he's going to get sacked. That's all we're hearing. That's all we're hearing. Look, AFL trying its best to be relevant. Yeah. Um, doing its best to keep in the headlines in the off-season. Not happening very well. Rugby league doing it on its ear. Hey, hey oh, I almost said the coach's name. Hey, coach, you ever tried sticking your dick in a glory hole, bruh? That'll get your back page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'll get your back page. Oh, you throw a bloke on the other side as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, maybe if that physio was a dude, maybe mm. if you got a bloke pregnant, that'd yeah. be a story. This is... This is so vanilla. It's transparent as well. In the in the world of, of rugby league and of, you know, pure Australian sporting scandals, this doesn't rate. It doesn't rate at all. That's why no one's talking about it. No. Except a couple of, you know... AFL dribblers. A couple of AFL... Which, you know, all, all due respect to you, I know I, I know that you get excited. You're like, oh, AFL can play too. Yeah, but... I, mean, I get it. We get it, but just, you know... It's not that cool. No, it's well, like, there's a distinct lack of glory hole... <laughs> In that story. Look, Glory Hole is now the, the benchmark. benchmark. And it's as simple as that. Yeah. You know it. You know it to be true. We all know it to be true. You know it to be true. Glory Hole is now the benchmark. It's going to be hard to beat. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really hard to beat. Until you beat it, I don't care. No. Now, the New Year, the Queen's New Year's Honours, I think they're called. Ah, uh, yes. She likes to hand out knighthoods. Good for her. Sirs and madams or dames. 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 Sirs and dames. Now, Sir Lewis Hamilton now. He was knighted. Sir Lewis Hamilton. Congrats, uh, brah. I deserved. Went onto his page. A lot of people were saying, well, they should have knighted your car, not you. <laughs> because anyone could have won in that thing. <laughs> Look. People are such cunts. <laughs> they should have knighted your car. Uh, uh. But look, he did always beat his co-driver, except for when he didn't, when he didn't beat Nico Rosen, um, Rosberg. Rosberg. But look, good on him. Good on him. That's why I'm, that's why I'm, that's not why I'm here. No. Also, so, he's got one of the great hair transplants all time. Deal, all time. Deal that. All time. It's like Joe Dirt dreads now. You know when Joe Dirt gets dreads? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure Lewis Hamilton was going but 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 bald as fuck, and now he has dreads. Dior it, but I'm pretty sure he's had a hair transplant. Anyway, carry on. Deal. Now, that wasn't why I was interested. I was interested because um, there was another potential honour list, a person to be on the honour list. Name was James Anderson of fast bowling fame. Yeah. Of 600 wickets for England fame. Yeah, of not doing it as well as Glenn McGrath, though. Still not better than Glenn McGrath fame. That's correct. Now, he 
was removed from the list by powers to be in in around English cricket, I believe. The ECB. Yeah. The ECB, Tom. Because of fears that he would be teased when he comes out for the Ashes at the end of the next year. Now... Uh, because, so like, they're worried that he's going to get teased about being knighted by the Queen. About being a sir, yeah. That is... And they don't want to affect his preparation for what will they, what they consider to be his final Ashes Swan series. song. Yeah. That's one of the lamest, most English fucking things I've ever heard in the world. Like, I don't want to get teased by it. Firstly, the Australian fan base... We we tease we're better than that at teasing you. Oh, you're a sir. Fuck you. Like what? We don't write songs, right? So you're not going to have some song where it's like going to incorporate the fact you were knighted. You're going to get bagged out regardless. Broken fucking arm vibes. Mm. That's how we come at you. Yeah. Getting teased for being a knight, like that's. But last time I checked, I thought being a knight was sick. That's what I mean. It's like trying to bag someone out for having a big dick. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh boy, you got a massive dick. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. It's Boy, massive. Or you got a you got a big dick. Like yeah. what? How are we doing? What are, we're better than we, that. It's like it's like teasing Kelly Slater for winning eleven world championships. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you fucking won eleven. Yeah, yeah. Or you're the greatest server of all time, you fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, I'm aware. Oi, James Anderson, congrats on all those wickets, you dickhead. <laughs> what? That makes sense. We wouldn't bring it up. No. Because we know it's cool. Madness. Isn't there, like they've lost before they got it, dude? That is they've lost before they got that it. That is that is rattled from the fact that we did them over there, hundred percent. Because they know they're gonna, mate. They haven't won a test here in a long time, even a test. They haven't won a test here. They are so pathetic. They're pathetic. That is disgraceful. No wonder Gareth Widdett wants to get the fuck. They out are of it. pathetic. Simple as that. They haven't won a test in Sydney to 2010-11. That series when they dusted us good. Yeah, they did. Wasn't great, no, it but Siddle got a hat trick at least in that series. Or was it Melbourne? It was one of those two tests. Point being, if you're too scared of getting teased because you're a sir, which is actually a good thing, I don't even think you should up on the plane, mate. No, because it sounds like you're not up to it. Too but much. I mean, I'm also wondering whether Jimmy, Sir Jimmy would have known that like I wonder whether does Jimmy go to the ECB and go listen obviously this is an honour but I'm worried about getting teased or is the ECB like Jimmy's a pussy we need to make sure this doesn't no, happen no well I think twofold it's 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 obviously possible that Jimmy's gone to the ECB but I think more than that I think the ECB's gone to Jimmy and said look you're a fragile little loser <laughs> are you going to be up to it and he said no I'm not I'll cry and poo myself yeah, so yeah. Please no, don't give it to me. No. If you but look, if they do knight me, I'm gonna need some nappies. If he was an alpha, stuff. he would have been like, Give me that fucking knighthood yeah. or I'm not playing. Exactly. I want to play as a sir. Like that's badass. So badass. I'm not playing. I'm not going to Australia. Unless I'm knighted. Unless I'm knighted. And they would have been like, Okay, sweet. Fair call. So Jimmy. But he would have been in tears going, Please don't knight me. I'm I'm a scaredy cat. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna poo myself. I'm gonna poo myself. I don't want to poo myself. I'm we wear white. white. Disgraceful, to be honest. Disgraceful. I'm embarrassed that, you know, we even fucking have anything to do with England. I'm embarrassed that we're talking about this. Yeah. It's mortifying. Yeah, it is. The Don wouldn't have done that. The Don didn't. No. Do that. Time for dribbles. Before we get into them, Dior, could you please get to the punters and dribblers page uh, and get up the 2020 awards, which was all 
Dribbler decided we had nothing to do with it, no. essentially. Was it Tom Otten? Tom Otten, I think, yeah. got the 2020 P's and D's Awards off the ground. Shout out to Tom. Uh, they, were good, they were a good New Year's Day giggle. They were great. They were a fucking big lull. May as well go through them and acknowledge uh, a couple of the great moments. Um, also worth noting that the P's and D's page now officially private. Mm. I think a lot of P's and D's thought it already was. So did I. Some of the people my posting sister, in my, there. Oh, like, mate, until my sister said, because she, she came for a, for a party the other night as well. She was like, oh. I'm not a member. I'm like, well, how do you sell the post? She's like, you don't have to. It's not fucking private. I'm like, oh, okay. Whoops. Whoops. It's not private. A lot of the P's and D's thought it was because of our, uh, like, they think that we're in some sort of legal hot water to do with Tomic's fucking OnlyFans missile. Which is hilarious. It's just like. Keep speculating. It's hilarious. And keep posting your speculations because they're funny to read, but not true. But basically now, if you aren't, but yeah, you got to be in now. You got to be in now. Plenty of you seemingly we're just going there for a purse. Just going there you for can't a purse. You can't. You got to join, and that's join. the way it should be. Yeah. Because the content in there, again, <laughs> shocking for some people who've been posting some shit in there and didn't realize it was public. And anyone on their fucking who follows them on Facebook, I guess, could have seen it. Whoever the fuck still trolls Facebook for other people is what they're doing. Like, you know what I mean? Well, look. I don't know, maybe. Maybe. But it's private now. It's private. So, so you, gotta, you need not worry. But if you want to see it, you got to get in join. there because the content's phenomenal. But Dave, let's get up these awards. All righty. So first one is the P's and D's phrase of the year. Yep. In third place, we had Rack and Red. In second place, it was of so-and-so fame. Yep. And the first place, very deservedly, go the big lift. Going the big lift, the uh, the phrase of 2020. Mm. Yep. Love it. Love it. Had to go the big lift. Yeah. Bad idea. All right, uh, the biggest day of the year. Now, for those of you that don't know what the big day is, the big day is someone who's a big day. Now, interesting results here. In third place, we had the intern. <laughs> so, so that would be Dave. That would be Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and then in second place, we've got Dior Dave. <laughs> He's two and three. Yeah. But luckily not first place because that prestigious honour went to, of course, Kendrick. Kendrick but had- could you add up both... Well, I think... The intern I, and Dior, and would you win? Technically, if you I, might be... If I recall correctly, the poll was done, and one of them was me calling up the dribbler hotline, and then I think the other one was like me and my mates getting kicked out of Korean barbecue or something. Right, so, so two separate, separate big occasions. days of the year. Yeah. Now, Kendrick, we've got to shout out to Kendrick, because obviously, you know, the big day is not a coveted award, <laughs> but Kendrick knows, and I think Kendrick knows he, has a, he, he plays a role. Kendrick plays the heel. Everyone's got a role to play. But Kendrick plays the heel. Plays the heel. He's an opinionated contributor on the page, which we appreciate because, again, it's what it's about. You don't want everyone agreeing with each other. No. But there's a, you know, Kendrick gets under the skin of the P and the D. He rolls them up. He rolls them up. He's like a fucking, not a conquistador. What are the people who like shake A conquistador. Matador. Matador. He's a drib- He's a matador to the dribbler. Yeah, yeah. He, he himself one of the great dribblers, yeah. but a dribbler matadoring dribblers. It's it's brilliant, really. Yeah, I think you should wear that as a badge of honor. Yeah, I would be. Put on your matador cape, bro. Yeah, biggest day, biggest day of twenty twenty. You actually did what you <laughs> probably set out to do. A set little out bit. to do. You, well, you did. Yeah, let's you did. be honest. You You've did. told you like you yeah, you yeah. like riling up the yeah, pan yeah, the yeah, D. Yeah, you've you've won. You've, you've won. You did your job. All right. 
Alright, uh, the wool pull of the year. Uh, in third place, myself again with Yeah, That's My Podcast. <laughs> that was a wool pull, Dave. Fucking <laughs> hell, you're very active. Yeah, man. you are. Uh, second place, The Rock and His Gate. That was a wool pull, that one. Yeah. The Rock telling us that he ripped the gate off. And the wool pull of the year was Curdy Capewell with I Didn't Know It Was a Bloke. And again, this is all alleged. This is with the P's and D's voting. It seems fair enough. Like, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, bed shit of the year. Uh, there were a lot of bed shits this year in a COVID year. In third place, we had the Indian cricket team with 36. Yep. In second place, we had Scaredy Cat Gill and his AFL and going down to 30-second quarters and bubbles and everything. <laughs> Such a bed shit. And the bed shit of the year, New South Wales losing origin. Fuck. Well, fair. Fair. Mm. Fair. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. And now the best Tom and Eddie moment of the year. <laughs> uh, in third place, we had Eddie dressing as an Easter bunny, working as an extra and dressing as an Easter that bunny. That was one of the great moments. Yeah. And second place, uh, we had, if I remember right, it was Tom YouTubing how to use a jackhammer. <laughs> On the job. That's right. Was yeah. that this last year? Yeah, dude. That, that was, that was one the, of the start of the year. Of wow. year. That was yeah. just before COVID. Wow. That was before my time. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. pre-Dior. Were you this year too? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you were. Hectic. Big year for Dave. And what was number one? Number one was Tonka swallowing a skewer. <laughs> Wasn't that a saga? Shout out to Tonka. Shout out to Tonka. Who pooed it out. And could probably fucking eat 12 skewers now on his ear. No dramas. Could eat a whole broomstick. And yes, he could. Solid. He could. Mate, he, he had a whole paper bag the other day. I know. <laughs> no, a whole plastic bag. Like a big one. Ate, like, like a shopping bag one. Ate it? And pooed it out. It came out like... In a knot? Yeah, like long. Like really? Like, yeah. He pooed out the whole thing? Yeah, pooed out the whole what thing. What a weapon. Yeah. I don't even know how you that comes out. Anyway, he did it. He's a weapon. Yeah. So don't worry about skills. No, anymore. no, no. He's number one. He's number one. He showed that skill. What up? All right. Uh, the Dribblers campaign of the year. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. In third place, we had hashtag fuck JBL. Yes. Fuck JBL. Yep. I actually still don't have headphones. Uh, in second place, we had the University of Wollongong St. PVL plaque, thanks to Jelly Shot Kid. Yes. I'm surprised it didn't win. I'm surprised win. that didn't win. That was win. very surprising. But the winner at the end of the day was, in essence, it was Hopper's Instagram and the P's and D's interaction with him on that. Yeah. I okay. still feel like Jelly Shot Kid. I think Jelly Shot Kid should have oh, won he's that. He's been robbed. Yeah, he has been robbed. He got a baggy green for it, at least. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that that acknowledges the uh, the greatness was That's with right. which That's that true. was. That's a good point. All right, next up, we have Personality of the Year. Um, in third place, coming in late in the year, we have Schmicko. Hey, yes. Yeah, Schmicko's almost taken on some sort of, like, a deity element, like, uh, persona. He's now, like, revered within the P's and D's, which I love. Did you see the video that they put up of Schmicko fucking sculling yeah, a Peroni? Yeah, yeah, off the, that beer skull The beer sculler thing. thing. Yeah. Mate, Schmicko's king. Love that Schmicko came in at third. Shout out to Schmicko. That's terrific. Mm. And in second place, we have Lockie and Dan of the long run fame. Like that as well. That's showing a bit of, uh, uh, from the punter and the dribbler, a bit of, con- not contrition, what's the word? A bit of sincerity. Mm. You know what I mean? Two dudes getting it done, running their dicks into the ground. That's nice. I like that they got second. I like that too. Podiumed. Well, they podiumed. Second's huge. And second's massive. 
But at the end of the day, there could only be one personality of the year. That's what I mean. There's no shame in losing to this man. Yeah. And who else was it going to be but St. Peter Vlanders, son of God, son of Jesus, grandson of God. PBL. There well can done. only be one. There can only be one. And he is undoubtedly. It's him and fucking Daylight and then obviously everyone else. But yeah. if you come second to PBL, you basically win. Well, in my opinion. How do you beat uh, How do you beat it? How do you beat the fucking grandson of God? And the son of Jesus and the Christ. Son of Jesus Christ. You you can't, basically. You can't. Congrats to PBL. Alright, and the P's and D's Facebook group moment of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Getting very specific. But in third place we got the Maddie Nabes videos. Yeah, dude, they were huge. They were fucking mm. awesome. They were a great addition they were to so the year. Brightened up a dark year for sure. Yeah. In second place, we had Chapelli roasting myself. That was so yes. fucking good. Yes, that was one of my highlights. What beat of the year, this? That's for sure. Yeah, what did beat this? Um, number one was Danny Exotic's grand final bender. <laughs> Look, that was pretty good. Fair enough. That was pretty good. It was. To I'm, be I'm, I'm happy real with that. Time. Huh? To be watching a real time, real know, time bender. Like I'm he, happy with yeah, that. He, that the, the page was being populated with updates and like. That grand final bender lunch he had looked like. I mean, it made me feel sick. But I think we're. Uh, I think that's pretty reasonable. I'm yeah, yeah I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Um, all right, second last award, dribble of the year. Now there are a lot of good dribbles. In third place, we had Elton Flatley breaking into his own house. <laughs> <laughs> Great dribble. Yeah. Um, in second place, we have the live Reese Hodge conversion reaction where yep. he missed yeah. the kick to win the game. That was yep. fucking awesome. And the dribble of the year, who I believe called himself the golden shower dribbler of pissing on Dave Reynolds' mum twice. Oh, fame. bro. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'll go along with that for sure. I'll go along with all that. That yeah. word, that sounds just piss, about right. If you piss on Dave Reynolds' mum twice. Twice. And that doesn't get you the gong. Then, I mean, like, you must have been beaten by something pretty hectic, which yeah. he wasn't because there was nothing better than that. Guess maybe a special mention in that to Big Tasty and the Tasty Boys. Big Tasty and the Tasty Boys, they were a bit more quantity over quality. Yeah. You know, theirs was almost a sheer weight of dribbles that got them their own dribble podcast. Well, they did. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. If he'd left two, he wouldn't have his own podcast. No, I didn't know who he is. (laughs) But shout out to Big Tasty and the Tasty Boys. They certainly need to be mentioned honorably. Mm. Um, And also sleep, Sleep Dribbler. Yeah. He didn't get in there at all, which is surprising. Well, the last award, Dribbler of the Year. I think he gets here. Yeah, it might have spoken too soon. In uh, third place, we have the bloke who got a blowy after watching Holiday. I love that he's like a celebrity now. Yeah, but I love that his name is the bloke who got a blowy after watching Holiday. Like there's Sleep Dribbler and fucking whoever else. It's like the bloke who got a blowy after watching Holiday. We need to acronym that one, but yeah, yeah, happy for him. That was a great fucking dribble. And in second place, we have Sleep Dribbler. There you go, Sleepy D. And the Dribbler of the Year this year went to Mr. Danny Exotic. Yep, yeah, that yeah. works. That sounds about right. Congratulations, Danny. He left a funny video. Did you see his, yeah, his yeah, acceptance I did. video? I did. Jesus Christ. Again, that dude is like constantly on Struggle Street. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Terrific. A well baggy done. green member. Well done to all the winners. Well done to everyone. Love yeah. that. And well done to Tom Otten. Well done to yeah. Tom Otten for going the big lift. That was that was the, good. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Good subject categories. Yeah, they were good. They were funny. They were specific. They were weird. Um, let's dribble. Let's we don't dribble. have many. Yeah. Okay, guys. It's the, uh, it's the Milford Dribbler here. Just want to uh, quick give a shout out to Danny Exotic. Um, Cab's dad soon, brother. 
Merry Christmas. Just want to bring up one quick thing. Um, driving through the beautiful town of Bathurst just a minute ago on the way, way home, just currently at work, doing the extra hours, making sure everyone gets ham on the, ham on the table for Christmas. And notice that country towns really do Christmas lights really, really well. I just feel like it's a country thing. I just wanted to ask what you guys thought of that. Um, I feel like, you know, towns such as Lithgow where, and Bathurst, you know, and there's that predominantly disposable income sort of towns. They, they find a way to to really bring the joy in Christmas, whereas things like Marrickville and everything, it doesn't exist. So I just want to hear your thoughts on that and just a quick shout-outs as well to TF of Covelli Bishop's fame and also... OT. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Those shout outs are weird. Um, Look, so basically, I think my understanding of his dribble was that he thinks country towns do Christmas spirit better. Yeah, or Christmas decorations. Yeah. And in so doing, Christmas spirit. I think you'll probably get a lot of good Christmas spirit in the city areas around maybe some more affluent areas. I think because they like just go, they go like no expense spared. This house could be seen from fucking space. Mm. But certainly in the country town, the country towns of this great nation, Eddie, I think I'd probably tend to agree with that. They get around Christmas maybe a bit more. Why? Maybe because it's slower. I, I think I think probably because it's slower. There's more time to to do things potentially. Well, it's in like, the city, it's just like everyone feels like everything's just got to rush. Rush. It's rush. Rush. It's rush. 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 rush, rush. And when you're rushing around and you got to get a fucking Westfield to get presents and you come back a mess. And you got to get lights and you got to set up the lights. You're like, you know what? No decorations this year. Fuck. Can't be fucked. No, can't be fucked. Too busy. Too much going on. Too quick. Too crowded. Now. Now in the country towns, maybe you got a bit more time to go down and go, ooh, we're doing it a big Santa. But also, you know, like there's there's, there's there's probably a a more, uh, there's a charm and a sensibility to the country town. That you know they still believe in, uh, in not in Santa, but uh, well, potentially news travel slow these days. But you know they still believe in in tradition and in you know family values. And, family values, Tom. So I think that there's... and nothing screams family values like a giant oversized Santa in the front yard. Exactly, lights all over the bloody front yard. Also, a bit more space. I don't know why he singled out Marrickville. That was a weird one to choose. It's like <laughs> not having Christmas spirit, but like, yeah, Marrickville's a bit more of an industrial area filled with fucking uni students and yuppies. Uh, well, I mean, sure, maybe yuppies. I would have said uni students and like, uh, you know, bar workers and shit. Right, the hospos. Mate, great point about the space. If you've got a front yard, there's a lot you can do with that. You've got creative freedom. Yeah, you've got room to have Santa sitting there in a fucking sleigh. If your front yard isn't a front yard at all and it's one and a half metres wide. And it's paved. And it's paved. Like, you can do a string of lights, potentially, but you also need to be able to walk into the house. Yeah, you need room Mm. to be able to live. Yeah. So I think it's the spacing. I think it's all of the above. Have so. we answered your question? I certainly hope so. Thoroughly. I like to think we have. I think so. I think there is something to be said as well about the fact that, you know, people out in country towns, they can work with their hands and they can set up elaborate lights and they can do fancy things where some people in the city might not even own a fucking ladder to kind of put the lights up. That's a good point. Put my hands on. Now, this actually dovetails nicely into a yarn that is very embarrassing for me um, that I 
completely forgotten about, but it speaks to Dave's thing about people in the country good with their hands. I YouTube jackhammering, all that shit. People in the city a bit more like, I got soft hands. I'm not a, you know. So we were just, when we were moving out of our house in Bondi apartment, my mum accidentally broke the blinds in our room. So for the last couple of weeks, we just had towels over our windows like junkies. <laughs> um, and we had to fix it before we left the house because, you know, you'd bond and all that sort of shit. So I had to go and she basically snapped the connector to the wall. So I had to unscrew them from the wall, get new connectors, put it up, put this new like thingo on the wall. Right? Yeah, hands-on stuff. Hands-on stuff, drill stuff, like got out a drill in my house for the first time probably ever. In my house. I've used a drill before, but not very well. So I basically had to move the settings for the for the blind down a bit because the new settings were not there were no settings of the right size to fit in this little bit of wood. So I had to, they were bigger, I had to move it down, and then I was just gonna uh, like paint over the existing holes so it didn't look bad. I had been trying to drill these fucking uh, holes into the wall so I can put the screws in. And Steph's like, come on, you got to get onto it. We've got to move out soon. And I'm like, I'm up there and I'm trying to do it. And I'm like jamming this thing as hard as I can into the wall to try and get it out, to try and get it in. And it's just not going in. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, is it just seems like it's so difficult. What is happening? I'm up there, I'm sweating, I'm swearing, I'm like, you know. And then I realize that the drill's in reverse. <laughs> and like, the thing is not, not only is it not going in, it's just like whirling like a bloody, I'm like, and then the drill's in reverse and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. I'm. Did such Steph a- realize it was in reverse? I didn't tell her because I was fucking mortified. Oh, okay. I thought she might have worked no, it no, out No, 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 she you. didn't. I just, I just worked it out. Right, but after a while. How long? 10 minutes? 20 minutes? Uh, well, I stopped doing Half an it. Half hour? Well, like over a couple of days, I stopped doing it's it. A couple of days? In the sense that like I started oh doing it. Oh, my God. started doing it. wasn't working. I had to go somewhere. I'm like, fuck it. I'll do it tomorrow. Came back. Same thing happening. And I'm like, oh, it's in reverse. I'm an idiot. Finally got it the right way. You know, switched it. So yep. it was going the right yeah. way. Drilled holes in. I like fixed these things on and then put the uh, blind in. And I realized that I had the settings they need to be on the certain side because like, otherwise the blind is now back to front and the back of the blind is a different color and it's like stitched and it looks all fucked. So I've put it on. So the blind is now the wrong way around, but I'm like, fuck it. Let's just see if Steph notices because this was already a big pain in the ass. So I go to put it on and I have missed my distances by like half a centimeter. So it's just sitting in these fittings, right? Like it's barely on. And again, I'm thinking, fuck it. Let's just see how this goes. <laughs> Steph, I'd left the house. Steph and her mum were there. And Steph just goes to pull the blinds out and the whole thing collapses. And Steph's mum, who's uh, Croatian, speaks like, she can speak English, but like she got an accent. And she <laughs> apparently said to Steph, Stephanie, why not we just get handyman to come put this up? She goes, I knew this not work second I see it. <laughs> she goes, you could do better job. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm such a fucking beater. 
I can't even put up these fucking blinds for my family so we can get yeah. out of this house. Yeah. And eventually, once I realized that was, I was like, no, like, I have to do this. I have to be able to complete this task. This is me learning. And look, eventually I got it up, but this was over like a fucking a week and a half. <laughs> trying to get these blinds up. So to that Christmas lights guy's point and to Dave's point, there's no way I'm putting up Christmas yeah. lights, for example. Yeah. City's full of beaters. Yeah. Good story. Check it in, check Good it deal. in, what it is, what it do. Lord Bulk, baby, here on the Dribbler Hotline. Let's go. Um, okay, I've been semi-off head all weekend. Um, shout out to all the boys who were with me, all I've heard as well. Um, I just got word last night, I just caught catching up on some uh, my uh, John John, uh, John, John Forrest appreciation uh, Instagram group. And how about the comeback from the king? I just want to get a bit of a, you know, John John here. It's his, I think it's the first two are back on the WSL. They're at Pipe, his home, which he's been barreling up since he, he was eight. Comes back from an ACL and then fucking wins the come, Beats Kelly Slater in a crack of semis. And then beats Medina when all foot with the under priority beats Medina in the finals. Like, Correct. First comp back since ACL. Is that not one of the greatest comebacks you've ever fucking heard of? So, yeah, uh, Eddie, Tom, my boss, just getting all your thoughts on uh, other great comebacks that come to mind. Obviously, one would probably have to be the Joey Jones 2005 Origin Series sort of vibe. But, mate, that's uh, that's goat status from fucking John John. That's really fucking hectic sort of shit. Shout out to him. Shout out to the Chooks 2021. We're coming for you, fuck boys. Look, thanks for the jewel, bro. Look, it was impressive. It was impressive. It was about time he won a pipe. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say that. About time. So that's his first win there. First win at pipe. He should have won. He's mate. He grew up and he's the best server on the planet. He should have won that before. So is he the best? He's been out, right? Medina sort of was. Oh, I think he's well, the best. Well, Idolo Ferreira won the world. The yeah, title. but John John Medina was out. Was John John was out last year. But Medina was the year before. John John was out the year before that. Oh, really? He's yeah, been out for a couple of years, yeah. right? And John John has won it twice. Now, I might be a little biased. I might be a little biased. But I seem to think that Mick Fanning coming back to J-Bay after almost getting killed by a shark and winning is better than that. That's yeah. just my opinion. Yeah. I think that Owen Wilson... No. Yeah. Owen Wright? Owen Wright, rather. Sorry. Looks like Owen Wilson. Blood yeah. hair. Owen Wright, who almost fucking drowned a pipe, massive head injuries, had a year off, comes back to his first event. Chopu? No. Helmets? Um, snapper and wins. I think that's a better comeback. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Big long head re- head recovery, like yeah, they're yeah, fucking yeah. nasty. Literally, almost fucking died at pipe. They didn't think he was going to walk again and shit. He had to learn to walk again, and he wins first yeah. event back. Everyone comes back from ACLs. That's way bigger than an ACL. Sorry, but it is. Sorry, Clary. Sorry, bro. So I've already picked two better comebacks. <laughs> Just in surfing. Just in surfing alone. Um, have I you think, got any time? No, look, I think I think that's perfect. They were kept within the surfing realm. He already said Joey 5 which we do to death here anyway. Mm. I reckon, I mean, I feel like you guys won't agree, but Billy Slater coming back in 2017, two years out. Two Next, dribble. Next dribble. Next dribble. Uh, boring. Oh, I hurt my shoulder. Boo. What about Mick? He almost died. He got, he got attacked by a goddamn shark, Dave. Don't you care? Or oh, Billy Slater came back from fucking an infected toenail. Oh, dude. What? Oh, dude, it was an ingrown. <laughs> fucking hell. Give me a break. Almost died, these two men. Shout out to Clark. Yeah. Don't know what else I expected. No. Neither do we. So this next dribble is in four parts, and the first two are like over four minutes each. Nah. Gone. As we've said, P's and D's, 
90 seconds. If it's a little over 90, we'll respect you. But if it's four minutes, you can go and get fucked. And two of them at four minutes. That's eight minutes of our lives. Mm. Uh, They'd just be at the pub shouting at us. Yeah. Hey, guys. The Beatles dribbler. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, you. Nah, 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 really dropped off. Yeah, fell off a cliff. So, have you ever done the fart dribble? Did he hang up? Is that it? That was it. Fucking and that hell. was that was at eleven p.m. on the night of Christmas. So I think there was some ham, there was some rum cake, there was Bruh, a lot going into that fight. That was fucking dribble. <laughs> that was a Christmas dribble. That was a Christmas dribble. All right, let's move on quick. Holy shit! That was particularly weird. Um, the Beatles dribbler. Yeah. With a fart With a to fart exit. Fart to finish. Oh my god! To put a bow on it. G'day, Tom, Eddie, Eeyore, Dave, punters and dribblers. There's a curry dribbler here. Um, Tom, I'm going to mainly ask you, as a former labourer, why the fuck does it take four years to do a painting apprenticeship? Um, Can't wrap my head around it. Would love to get your ideas. Um, Go Queensland. Beer soon. Happy New Year. Listen, you've come to the right place in terms of, you know, wanting to know why a painting apprenticeship takes four years. I will start off by saying this. All labouring work I did was unskilled in the extreme, uh, evidenced by the fact that I can't use a drill and I had to YouTube jackhammering. I don't want to speak for the painters of this great nation and try and, you know, minimise the work they do. Now, look, are they painting the Sistine Chapel? No. Is it usually just one coat? Yes. I or Sorry, one colour. Um, what I would say maybe it is, I've had to like, you know, mum or dad, I reckon, have asked me to like paint. I've had to paint the walls of like their house before when they were moving, back when they were still married. Uh, I would say that four years, it probably takes four years to learn how to cut in. Cutting in is the biggest pain in the ass in the world. And also lining the corners with masking tape. Maybe. Maybe it's also a test. You know, if you don't go insane after four years of painting, then you're good to go. You're good to go. You won't go insane. Yes. But if you do go insane. But if you do go insane, then you won't write for the job. Probably also you've got to build up a lot of sort of muscles in your backs and your Painting arms and... is a pain in the ass. Yeah, it is. And again, that's no disrespect to the great painters of the nation. No, God you do no. a great job and things need to get painted. Things need to be painted. Yeah. I'm not saying they don't. No. I'm saying it's not for me. No. It's a pain in the ass. If you can if you're if you're in the painting game and you like like anything, if you love what you do, you do what you love. If you're a painter, paint. And paint your ass. Paint off. and paint well, paint true. If you're doing a four year apprenticeship for painting, you're proving yourself. Now, we also might have been widely disrespectful to the painting game. If you're a painter by trade, maybe you can illuminate the situation. Mm. Well, this Listen to me. This is the four. What are you learning on the yeah, job? Yeah. There might be a lot to it. Mixing colors, primary yeah. colors, r- red plus green. How to cut in blue. here, how to cut in there. Cutting in is fucked. How to get dude. paint off. 
How do you get paid off? How do you remove? Well, you don't, do you? Yeah, you do. That that'd be part of the apprenticeship. Peeling removing paint, removing paint remover, paint. paint thinner. I tell you what, dude. Cutting in is the biggest pain in the ass of all time. Like the edges. There's delicates. There's delicacies to the to the painting game. I think finesse. What is cutting in? So cutting in is like in the corners. Let's say you got a white roof and a blue wall. Mm. You need to. Firstly, you'd have to like. Let's say you're painting the wall and the roof is white. The wall's blue. You put masking tape along, and yeah. again, reach out, painters. Masking tape would go along the roof, just like right up against the corner, mm. and then you are. Then from below that, where it's going to be blue, you're like having to sort of paint to a point where, it, like, painting a, a enough of a way down the wall that then when you start rolling, you're not going to hit the roof. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. What you that mean. is my memory of cutting in, and it is one of the great ball aches of our time. And I've done it. I, you should have seen when I was doing it to mum and dad's place. Um, I think they got like another painter in. Of course they did. I had like blue on the roof and white on the walls. Every like, story we've heard from you involving, you know, the sort of the handyman. The handyman, name. yeah. It's it's always gone horribly. Yeah, yeah. Stick to what you know. Dribble, dribble. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Reach out, painters. G'day, mates. And your Dave. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> He's got a second. So, boys, just went through a tunnel and dropped out of service. Uh, has anyone noticed that Josh Philippi is Steve Smith's brother, and I'm pretty sure he stolen his hands. Anyway, see. I mean, that was definitely a big bash based dribble, which I will say is the bed sores game. Right over my head. Like he has been playing well, Josh Philippi. Yeah, plays the sixes. Yeah, but like what the thing is basically is like the, the big bash is an essential summer staple, but it's for cursory casual viewing. Send him out there to face the cherry. Yeah, face Boomer. and tell me if he's fucking got Steve's hands. I doubt it. I, I doubt it. I I very much doubt it. Shout out to Josh. And to the giggle dribbler, whoever that fucking guy is. He sounded high. He did sound high. He'd been what on the he, The concept of what he was saying wasn't exactly overly humorous. Now, I don't know if he had someone in the background tickling his feet or something. Or his gooch. Or his gooch. Two very high tickle areas. But, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Look, make of that what you will. Make of that what you will. I don't think he's got his hands. Put it that way. No, I think we, we press on. <laughs> All right, last dribble. This has been an eclectic mix. It has been. It's been weird. G'day, Tom, Eddie, Eeyore, Dave. Eeyore! It's uh, Dr. Dribbler here, sitting with the uh, we'll Cody Dribbler and the uh, Harry Dribbler. Just at the back end of the Harry Dribbler's Bucks party, a little bit bounced out, watching some big bash, sucking some guava lovers. Shout out to the guava boy. Oh, that's what I'm uh, A couple of quick questions for you. Are you a selfish lover and just a taker? Or are you a bit more of a giver? Second question is, what is your least favourite part of a bender? Uh, Leave anyway, it. Yeah. Steve Smith hands, yet to be found. My first dribble did not age well. Uh, be a thing. Um, certainly, Eddie, you and I 
proponents of generous lovemaking, I think that would be fair to say. Yeah. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. <laughs> is that appropriate? I don't... It's possibly. I'm not 100% sure. I feel like... <laughs> we'll go with it. We'll go with it. Who knows? But, yeah. So, I mean, I didn't even think there was a question of... I think if you're not, then you're a piece of shit, really. I don't, like... I can't imagine, a, like, a world where you would be a selfish lover to that degree and just say... Give back. No, I'm not doing it. Give back and give back generously. Bloody oath. What would, what would Mother Teresa do? She'd, she'd eat peach. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> uh, that's it. First one back, 2021. Huge year en route. Um, shout out to Kelly Slater. We're still coming for you, bruh. Yeah. You might be surfing pipe all you want, dog. We coming. Paramento soon, baby. Um, is that it? I think so. The dribble outline was fucked over Christmas. Oh, look, it's important for us to note the numbers changed. Yeah, it's on the it's on if the you've Instagram, got it. Right? If you've got it changed in your phone, I mean, if you've got it saved in your phone, you're going to have to change it. Yeah. Why is the number changed? Well, technical difficulties. Yeah, look. That's what it is. Dior That's... Dave forgot the password. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the number is on our Instagram bio. Uh, it's, it's a good one. It's a great number. So... <laughs> Anyway, that's it from us, I think, yeah? Bye-bye. See you next week. Could you two just not talk anymore? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.